Hello, and welcome to another chapter of Traveling Online Kiln Pike with your host, Bryant Powell. In this chapter, I want to talk about my actual first international visit I have ever made. It was only a day trip, but it was an interesting one at only 12 years of age. This was my trip to the Mexican border city of Tijuana, Mexico. I was only there for a few hours, but it was one of the most eye-opening cultural experiences I had had so far at that time. To listen to more Traveling Online Pilm Pike podcasts, please like and subscribe. We are on all platforms where podcasts can be listened to. Now, let me tell you about Chapter 19, Tijuana, Mexico. So how did me and my direct family find ourselves in Tijuana, Mexico when I was 12 years old? We went during the summer of 2000, and to give a little background, my mother had lived in the San Diego area, which was only 20 minutes away from actual Tijuana and the Mexico border. So she decided she wanted to take us for a random afternoon during the summer just to get a different experience as we're so close to the border. And she had gone previously, so she kind of knew the ins and outs of coming to and from the border and thought it would be an interesting experience for us to partake, me and my brother. So when we drove there, again, it only took us 20 minutes from the area we're staying in, La Mesa, California. And we parked at a spot that was literally right across the border at a local border town on the United States side. And we only stayed for no more than four or five hours just to kind of get a tour of the city, eat lunch, and uh, buy a couple of trinkets uh, to bring back on the way. So I'll go into more detail what we did in Tijuana, but that's the uh, precipice of why we decided to go down for that afternoon during the summer of 2000. When it comes to tips and tricks, this episode will be akin to many episodes of this season, especially me going back in time to memories of 10 and 15 years ago of my travels as a youth. And to that note, again, I can't really speak to the travel tips of going to Tijuana. Again, I was 12 at the time, and I only spent a couple of hours uh, in the afternoon in the city and country at that point. As this is my first time, not only in Mexico, but in a foreign country, my experiences and reactions to being in the city were unique to my world perspective at that time. And since then, 20 years since, I've gotten a larger perspective and better framework to have tips and recommendations. The only recommendation I would make when traveling to the city for you today, outside of just having an open mind of what you're getting into, is to understand the sudden cultural shift from only being five minutes walking from the United States across the border and only 20-minute ride from a major affluent city such as San Diego, California. For me, at that point in my life, it was very impactful to see that jarring cultural shift, literally seeing the border when you're crossing it into a new world and a new culture. Many times when you're traveling, you're traveling by plane or by boat, you have those hours in order to kind of 
reacclimate your mentality state of you going to another culture, but this being only a couple minutes away, it was definitely jarring. Good and bad things. It's good to see a different world perspective, different cultural perspective, but also there's some things in which you appreciate what United States has economically, um, influences-wise, so on and so forth. And lastly, uh, plus, our family was the most well-off in the world, so the experience that I got going to Tijuana was more really seeing the people, the actual culture of the city, than having a more affluent experience and more well-off areas. But overall, I felt very safe in Tijuana at the time. There's a lot of tourists in the area to make you feel comfort, but there could be some people, depending upon times of the day that you go, that it won't be as comfortable. But those are my tips, I would say, going to Tijuana, Mexico. Usually when I think of a story to tell my podcast, I think of one memory that encapsulates my whole time in that particular city. However, since my time in Tijuana was so short, only a few hours, I feel like that whole entire three or four hours we were there really encompasses my time and my experience in the city. So in my story... I'm going to kind of talk about my whole entire experience going to and being in the border city of Tijuana, Mexico. It's funny how this trip happened over 20 years ago, and I remember it a lot more vividly than I do trips that I'd taken five or 10 years ago, with literally no pictures to remember any of the experience. I guess since it was my first time in another country, that's why I remember it so vividly. Or what I saw that might have been edged my memory for better or for worse. <laughs> like I said earlier, my mother lived in San Diego, had visited Tijuana a couple of times in her times in the area. One weekend over the summer of 2000, she decided that it would be a good idea for us to get out of the house a little bit and have a, a different experience than we had in Pennsylvania and take a trip 20 minutes to the Mexican border and to Tijuana. Such, it was such an easy time to get there and a simple trip to get down there. It was almost a no-brainer for us to take. As well, my mother was a huge traveling fan, which I believe erupted off on me, obviously with this podcast. And she loved seeing and visiting new places. She also wanted to instill the sense of adventure, of traveling into me and my brother as well. Thus, we drove 20 minutes to start our adventure in Mexico. So before we decided to travel to Tijuana, I wanted to make sure I was dressed fresh to death when going down there. So... I had bought like this Nietzsche baby blue shirt, had these cool baby blue baggy shorts I was riding down with. I had this new era Phillies hat that was, of course, baby blue as well. I had these sunglasses my mom bought me. So I know I was straight looking fresh going down uh, to, to Tijuana. I knew I looked like a mark completely, but you couldn't tell me nothing at that point in time. So... My mother decided to drive from La Mesa, where she lived, all the way to the border town of the United States called San Yistro. And from there, we find 
found some parking, and then near that parking lot was signs that directed you towards the Tijuana border. And the very simple process, we didn't really go through any real security whatsoever at that point in 2000. And again, we followed a whole bunch of tourists over to the Mexican border. And at that point in time as well, I don't think you needed a passport to cross or one of those uh, United States-Mexico border passes to go through. It was basically seamless. So we're walking uh, closer and closer to the city, and I think we get to the border wall. And the border wall is kind of the steel posts that are maybe an inch in diameter and maybe three inches apart that go across the whole entire border. And across the way, you can easily see uh, Tijuana, the city, the residents, so on and so forth. So we're getting closer and closer and closer. So while we're getting closer, my brother and my mother, we see out of the corner of our eye, a man maybe 15 feet in the air climbing the border posts to get into the United States side. And we were looking at him saying, is a guy trying to jump the border? Like, this is kind of alarming. And the funny thing is, while we're walking and kind of stopping and looking, most other tourists that are going to, into the city were minding their own business to keep on going. So I'm like, uh, is not anyone seeing this person like climbing the border? So he gets kind of to the other side of the border and then we start seeing security being alarmed or being brought to take care of the situation. So as soon as the man sees security coming, he basically drops 10 to 15 feet onto the ground on the United States side, I think hurting his leg a little bit because he was grimacing when he landed. And he started to walk very, very quickly to the United States side to try to get away from the border. As our first experience in a new country in Tijuana, this was definitely an eye-opening experience. However, for most people, it must be a common thing because most people kept on walking, so we just kept on walking too. And when we kept on walking, we eventually did get to the Mexican side of the border, and we were going closer and closer into the city. And to get there, I think I had to walk through a number of different corridors and uh, small little bridges to get into the actual city and when we're walking past we see uh, a lot of different people selling souvenirs like maracas and belts and food as well and you see there's a whole bunch of souvenirs people are trying to sell but one of the most impactful things that me and my brother saw was a little bit further down the corridor when we had walked further down, we had seen a family of maybe eight or nine people, a mother and a, I believe a father and maybe six or seven children. And the children were on the ground playing, but then you also had some children with items in their hand. So when me and my brother started walking past these children who were between the ages of maybe three and 12, the ones that are a little bit younger had ran up to us and kept on yelling, Chicle, Chicle, Chicle. Me and my brother had some Spanish at that point in time in our education. And when we saw what was in their hands, we saw that the Chicle was actually gum. And they're trying to sell us gum uh, walking in through the city. Uh, so 
politely, me and my brother declined at that point in time, saying, no, no, no. No gracias, no gracias. Um, and then after a couple of times saying that, they kind of got the hint and uh, they decided to move on to the next tourist. And I think that impacted me to see you know, children at such a young age selling things that would provide uh, food for their family. And they weren't the most well-dressed children in the world either. They had seen some aspects of poverty. So that kind of threw me back as a 12-year-old saying, hey, if I was just across this border a few years younger, I could be in their situation. So that really took me to back to a certain degree and also took my brother back as well. So as I said earlier, me, my mother, and my brother, we had more of the true people's experience of Tijuana. So we were in really the more sketchier areas than in the city than the more affluent areas. There was a lot of Trash on the ground, uh, different smells that were kind of permeating everywhere. You can definitely see some homeless people in the area. And a lot of just general congestion because we were there. And it was a, a hot, good summer day. So there's a lot of people that were there. And again, while there was that, there was also a whole bunch of tourists around, a lot of people selling things. So it was really a hodgepodge of a lot of different elements coming at the same time. And again, these types of areas can be found in major cities just in general. Like, uh, there's areas in New York that felt kind of this way. Uh, maybe not to that degree, but there's areas in San Francisco that felt this way, especially when it comes to the homeless section. So, this is no slight against Tijuana whatsoever. It just it really felt like uh, not the best area in any major city you will go to. And I know a lot of people say when they get to Tijuana that it's they don't really feel quite safe, but... Hey, I look like a mark dressed and really fresh, and I felt significantly safe being there. There's a, there's a lot of people, a lot of tourists, and it, it, it's not great for them to go after Americans because that can ruin their tourism industry. And when it comes to the languages, again, me and my brother were inundated in Spanish at that point in time, so we can definitely say a, def a lot of Spanish lines, but... I don't think you need to know Spanish too well going down there because you're so close to the United States border. A lot of people know a little bit of English to get by. And when it comes to money, we just brought United States dollars. That did a lot more better than the, the Mexican peso. So I definitely do use our, our dollar bills. So what do we do while we're in Tijuana? We mostly just walked around through the different streets and mostly people watch. And went to small little stores to buy some trinkets. My mom's a huge fan of buying little trinkets and souvenirs at different places. So we went through a lot of stores and did that. I don't really remember any of the prices going into the buying some trinkets. I know I bought some maracas. I bought some uh, chimchurros to eat as a little bit of a snack. But everything was relatively cheap. And as a 12-year-old, not a whole bunch of money. Maybe over $20 in my pocket. Like I was able to get a good amount of stuff. And then when we're walking through, we saw some kind of interesting things. I know a huge thing in Tijuana is uh, you see uh, a donkey zebra. So it's basically donkeys that are painted in zebra colors or have uh, like stripes, white and black stripes. And a lot of people uh, and in the background, it's like a welcome to Tijuana background. And you have a, a little sombrero you can wear as well. And it's basically a tourist trap for people to get on the donkey 
and look like they're riding in it and people take pictures. And they cost no more than $5. So we saw a lot of those installations everywhere. They didn't really see anyone actually doing it, but I want to do it. But my mom's like, nah, we're, I'm not having you sit on that donkey. You know where it's been. Another funny thing is when we were uh, walking through, so in, in, in Mexico, there's a, you can get, a, get a little way with a lot more things at a younger age in Tijuana, the United States. So again, we only looked at 12 or 13 at a time, and we had walked past a, I would say, a gentleman's club in Tijuana, and one of the uh, bouncers or salesmen outside says, hey, uh, medican, want to come in, have a good time, have a good time? And me and my brother were staring at him. We're like, they're inviting us to go into a gentleman's club? Like, uh, we start getting inching closer. My mom grabbed both her hands like, no, you're not going in there. You're not going there. She kind of pulled us away from that salesperson. So uh, you can get away with a little bit more things in Tijuana at a younger age, which was kind of interesting. Again, we're only there for kind of three or four hours. We bought some trinkets. We ate at a, a local restaurant and bought some tacos to kind of people watch and we generally immersed ourselves in the uh in the city and it wasn't anything spectacular that we saw or, or did it was just a great cultural experience it was really cool to really use our spanish when we learned in school because outside of spanish class i never really had to use it beforehand and yeah, again it's a, it was a good experience just in general just to see uh, this is a different culture and it was eye-opening because I, I never thought I'd ever go to other, another country my whole entire life at that point. And to do it at 12, I thought it was a big deal. So the funny story was when we returned back into the United States. So it's easy to get in to, uh, to Mexico when it comes to getting into the country. I definitely recommend walking in instead of driving because driving can reach maybe hours of waiting in line to get across the border when walking in it's simply like this walk across the border without anything whatsoever in 2000 walking back was a little bit more uh cumbersome you had to wait in a decent line in order for them to, to check your your id is to make sure you know you're an american citizen at the end of the day so on the way back I had to admit at this at that with this story I'm about to tell, I almost had a heart attack. I thought I'll be staying in Mexico my whole entire life. So uh, on our way back, we were waiting in maybe like a 15 minute line just to, to cross the border. And at that point in time, you just needed some type of identification just to show that you were a United States citizen, such as a driver's license or if you had your passport, you bring your passport, but wasn't really necessary. At that age, not only did I not have a driver's license at 12, my mom hadn't gotten me a passport as of yet. So literally the only thing I had was my little the junior high ID that was kind of raggedy in of itself. So I'm like, well, you know, I should be fine. Uh, so when I was the next person in line... I handed him ID. He's like, hi, how you doing? I'm trying to be nice. And he looked at my ID for a couple seconds, looked at me, looked at my ID. And then he looked at me with a straight face and said, is this you? It doesn't look like you. As soon as he said that, I was already a little bit, a little, 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 little scared that I didn't have a real ID. But when he said that, I'm like, oh, uh, 
I, I, I'm an American. I'm American. Like I, 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 I was super scared and stressed. Like I have to get back over the border. I have to get over the border. And I literally told him, I said, yeah, it's me. I'm an American. I'm an American. Like I'm from San Diego, like a group of Philadelphia. I gave me kind of gave him 10 seconds, my whole life story. And he took one more look at my ID and he started to smile. He said, I'm just kidding with you, kid. You look nervous. So I thought I'd cheer you up a little bit. I guess that didn't work very well. Then my mom started laughing a little bit and saying, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a little nervous his first time going to Mexico. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I was trying to have a fun with your kid. When he said that and he gave me back my ID and we made it across the border, I was super relieved that I was able to make it back and have no issues whatsoever. So at that point in time, it was a stressful 30 seconds. But looking back on it, it's always a joke that me and my mom have when uh, I either take international trips or talk about our experience going to Tijuana saying, oh, every, every time I go to like the border, oh, you say I'm an American, I'm an American. So, uh, yeah, so overall, that was my my trip to Tijuana. Again, it was only a few hours and it wasn't nothing hugely eventful, but it was a significantly impactful trip for me just to see a completely new culture and the jarring effect of in a day I was playing you know, video games and watching TV and going to McDonald's in, in San Diego and then going to a, a different world was an uh, experience that I will never forget and I we had gone to Tijuana a second time as well but it wasn't as impactful as the first time that I went. So if you were to travel to Tijuana, Mexico, here are some places and locations I recommend you should go. Now, since I was only there for a few hours, I only went to a few of these places, but these are places that I've found when talking to others that went to Tijuana are places you should go to. One is the Tijuana Culture Center. It's a place where you can see a lot of different cultural nuances of the city. Probably the most famous location within Tijuana, Avienda Revolucion. Uh, it's an area where a whole lots of shops, uh, musicians, and store sellers are there. And you also see uh, the Tijuana Arch, which is a, a famous landmark within uh, the city of Tijuana. You can also go to El Popo. It's a marketplace where people can buy and sell goods. If you want more of a nightlife vibe, you can go to Zona Central, the area for bars and nightlife. And if you want a more of a winery experience, kind of get away from the city a little bit, you can go to Ensada, where you can find a lot of those wines that fit your taste there as well. And these are some places and locations that I've heard from people. You should place to go to in Tijuana. I did go to the Tijuana Arch. Uh, which was a cool place to take pictures. But uh, yeah, so I go to Tijuana. Those are some places you should go to. Thanks for listening to this episode of Traveling Online Kiln Pike and to the story of my real first visit to another country. While this is probably the easiest trip I took to an international country, it surely wouldn't be the last over the following 20 years. 
But I would admit, Tijuana was a very impactful trip for me. And my first real experience of seeing a different cultural atmosphere than I had grown up in in the United States. And lastly, if you decide to travel, make sure you bring a pal. Talk to you soon.